Thursday Park Podcast. I'm Ranger Alex. I'm Ranger Bonnie. And I'm Ranger Chris. And we're just having a little bit of fun. That was actually uh, Ranger Chris first and then Ranger Bonnie. But we're just having a hoot, aren't we? Oh, uh, no, no, Ranger Alex. You're you're misreading the situation. This is a uh, kind of a freaky situation, if you will. Ranger Alex, I've read the book Freaky Friday. <laughs> and I believe that that's what's happening to us now. Okay, so this is, uh, I should probably explain. So we were, of course, on our way to Hollywood, uh, where we're going to confront Dwayne The Rock Johnson for putting a fracking-themed amusement park in our state park. And we were going to meet him in Pasadena for uh, for dinner at a restaurant. And then we got there and turned out it was the wrong night. Uh, reservation was a different night. So we decided, you know what, let's see what else is around. And we ended up in Death Valley. And I'm not really sure how that happened, but we are uh, we're, we're kind of experimenting with hallucinogens. And uh, basically for the last week, uh, Ranger Chris and Ranger Bonnie have been trying to convince me that they Freaky Friday body switched with each other. No, We're just no. trying to tell you the truth. Yeah, Ranger Alex, we can never solve this until you believe us. That's always the third act of the movie. You've got to believe us. Oh, boy. If I believe you right now, will you just go back to being yourselves for the rest of the episode? Because I think that would be easier. I don't actually know how this magic works. Yeah, I only know the magic of boofing because I'm Ranger Chris. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, Oof. that's kind of your thing. Maybe you would understand it better if I spoke in Australian accent. Uh, <laughs> oh. Ranger Bonnie and I, uh, or Ranger Chris and I. Oh, yeah. No, you screwed up. Oh, no. Ranger Chris uh, is me. It's all and Ranger, Ranger Bonnie is you. <laughs> okay, guys, yeah, you can give it up. You can give it up. You've been trying to prank me. Trying more like no, absolutely I succeeding. If it was a prank, but it's not. It's real. It's real life. Oh boy. Okay. Well. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, we're we're in Death Valley, and and you know we're we're trying to make uh trying to make the best of this situation. We we've really just squeezed this road trip for every last drop, and uh and now we're we're, we're kind of having to squeeze other things for drops because we didn't bring enough water. We don't have very much water in this RV. We have a lot of ice cream sandwiches still, but we don't have any water, well, and that's starting to be a problem. Lucky for me, I'm just peckish with it anyway, so I don't need that much water to consume. <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you think peckish means? <laughs> I'm thinking, you, Bonnie, you're, you're so good at bird puns. Just oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, bird pun. Okay, so you're still doing okay. So it's still Freaky Friday. We'll we'll indulge this for for at least this first segment. Um, so Ranger Bonnie, um, yes, Ranger Alex. <laughs> uh, so I, I saw you hang out with what looked like a um, bunch of people in kind of robes. Uh, kind of all meeting under uh, a tree, uh, one of the few trees out here. Uh, what was that all about? 
Well, uh, they were all this uh, gathering of uh, quite muscular monks, I'm going to assume. Uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't ask them to profession. I didn't want to be rude. Uh, But there was a lot of chanting and dancing. And you know, Ranger Alex and Ranger Chris, that I am a sucker for chanting and dancing. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what was uh, one of the chants that you were doing? I, I heard some of it. It sounded really interesting. Mm, okay. Mm. Let's kill all the people. Mm-hmm. Let's kill them today. And mm-hmm. it was just that over and over again in a transatlantic, beautiful song voice. Wow. Wow. That that does sound more like a song and less like a chant. It's yeah. very it's very song-like, but you do have a beautiful singing voice. Great job. Yeah, it's very song-like and and very unmonk-like, I would say the content, uh the message uh-huh. there. Uh it's not what I would expect from a monk per se, maybe more of like a cult, specifically a death cult. Hmm. Maybe Ranger Alex, uh, given the state that Ranger Chris and I find ourselves in, I'm not going to deny anything is a possibility. Very fair, very fair. With all the crazy shenanigans that have been happening lately, like us 100% totally switching bodies, mm-hmm. is it really that crazy that Ranger Bonnie has stumbled upon a singing death cult? No, have that does, that it? is exactly what it sounds like happened, actually. <laughs> Uh, I think that uh, in big well, quotes, it sounds like you're on board with everything, Ranger Alex. What's that? Is that it sounds like you're on board with everything, Ranger Alex? I don't know if I'm on board with it so much as I just recognize the reality of it, which is that you seem to be getting sucked into some sort of death cult. Um, one of the it looks like the leader looked a lot like Jared Leto. Mm, yes. Uh, well, that is Jared Leto. Uh, oh, it is Jared Leto. Wow. Is method acting for his next movie that he's going to be in, Morpheus. And he's just going for that vibe. What, what is, uh, has he talked to you about this movie at all? Nah, he's keeping it all under his robe. If you know what mm. I mean. Mm, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> Before you said, if you know what I mean, I knew what you meant. And then as soon as you said, if you know what I mean, I did not know at all. I was, I was suddenly very confused. Mm, your brain just kind of freaking Friday'd words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Hey, uh, let's check in with Ranger Chris now. That's Again, me. Because they're doing the whole Freaky Friday thing for this segment. Uh, for this segment, air quotes. <laughs> Uh, now Ranger Chris, um, actually Ranger Bonnie, uh, you've been, uh, hanging around some of the cacti in the area, uh, it looked a little bit like you were trying to get some, uh, of the juices out of the cactus. Is that correct? Yes. Well, as we all know, I am a drug addict slash have a drug addict past and, right. uh, cause I'm Ranger Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, earlier you Very slipped the words Ranger Bonnie. Me. What? I said you're very strong for admitting that. Thank you. Thank you. Ranger Chris is a strong man. That's me. Anyway, uh, so I heard rumor that 
if you boof the cactus juice, it's an incredible high. And I'm back on the boof train. Chugga mm. chugga, choo choo. Or as we like to say, chugga chugga, boof boof in the <laughs> boofing community. And so I'm boofing that juice, baby. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's great. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think a lot of our listeners who were who were kind of sad that we stopped doing uh, constant boofing jokes, uh, I think they're going to be really, uh, they're going to love this, I think. I don't remember a lot of other things about Ranger Chris's character, to be completely honest. And this is what I'm really latching on to. Okay, you know, so why don't we, why don't we cut the bullshit and admit that you were pranking me? And yes, for the first four or five days, I did legitimately think I should I should admit something too. I legitimately thought they freaky Friday. I thought maybe something magical happened when we were in Vegas. I thought maybe something magical happened when we were in Pasadena, two very magical places. So it's like, oh, this is this is conceivable. But now now it's you know after only a week, you've run out of stuff to say about each other as them, and so it's Ranger it's clear that this. Ranger Alex, it's like the Bachelor always likes to say. Uh, that's a thing that Ranger Bonnie would talk about. Good. I choose you, Alex Chu. <laughs> yeah, and so now that's a Pokemon thing. And uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure she knows about Pokemon. We can't. Yeah, but we, she, can't. She, we don't know. She doesn't know about Banjo Kazooie though. Yeah, the no. witch turned her into a human. No, she didn't know anything about Banjo Kazooie. She has refused to learn. What was that, Chris? <laughs> what was that, Bonnie? What did you say, Ranger Thank Bonnie? You, Ranger Chris. Uh, I said this is the second body that I've been swapped to. <gasps> That's true. That yeah. is true. So you were swapped from your bird body to your Bonnie body, mm. which is mm -hmm. a thing that happened. And now you've been swapped into my body? Yes. 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 Yep. <laughs> Confirmed. Okay, great. Well, now that well, we figure that out, maybe we can fix it after this segment. <laughs> okay, now, now Ranger, in quotes, Ranger Bonnie is getting out what uh, looks like a giant crystal. And uh, is, that, is that how you're going to switch back or something is this going to touch the crystal together at the same time what, what 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 what's the plan here oh i don't know the science of spirits ranger alex i just know to trust glowing rocks amen yeah. this is glowing it's kind of giving off uh like a, a low hum that hopefully isn't being picked up by the the mics but it's very uh it's kind of boring into my brain a little bit, boring a hole into it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that seems fine, right? Yeah. Do you want Ranger Alex to swap bodies with anyone while we have the body swapping crystal yeah. out or no? It's you know what? Uh, you know, may maybe something comes up, you know. <laughs> maybe maybe our guests will, will be interested in some sort of body swap. I don't know. But uh, uh, speaking of the guests, uh, we do have a great guest coming up. Um you know, we we took up a lot of time with the Freaky Friday stuff, so I didn't really get to talk about the stuff that I've been up to. No, no. Uh, Why don't you do that now? We haven't oh, really been talking yeah. that long, I don't think. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Why don't you take a yeah exactly three minutes? 
Okay. Well, I um, basically was just uh, foraging uh, in, in in Death Valley, and I found um, what what could be the ingredients for a cure. to ADHD and ever since I started taking this concoction I've been writing so much more poetry that I would love to read to you guys yes Ranger Alex we would love to hear that in return okay yeah here I am in the desert I'm not going to look at anything else except for the paper I'm focusing in the desert desert focus desert focus desert focus it's hot don't think about how it's hot. Keep writing poetry. Poem, 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 poem. The end. What do you think? Wow. Magnificent, Ranger Alex. Yeah. Truly one of your best works to date. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, that's all I really wanted to share. So we have a great guest coming up, uh, and we'll be right back with more Gunkle State Park podcast after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gun Close State Park podcast. Uh, we off mic, touched the crystal. Bonnie and Chris touched the crystal. And wouldn't you know it, they swapped. And now they're back in their normal bodies. And it's such a relief. I guess. Oh, uh, that was that was a out of body experience. Oh, <laughs> yeah yeah so now i know for sure that ranger chris is back in his body <laughs> and that that's really good to know uh and you know i looked at my the poem that i read and uh it's dog shit that was a dog shit poem i'm really sorry yeah, guys I, they, I, I, I i uh it was just really bad you know well, that's I, really I, a poem. oh i was ranger bonnie i would have never complimented it if i was ranger chris I try to be positive and I try to be nice, but now that you've opened the floor for insults, it was truly the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, it's the first bad poem I've written, um, so it was a weird feeling. Yeah, um, kind. But but I think I just like I, I I experienced a moment of clarity once I you know the 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 crystal glow and you guys swapped back into each other's bodies and it just I don't know I got some runoff. Uh, mysticism or something happened and I just realized, oh, wow, that was a bad poem. So we, we're all experiencing sort of an opening of uh, of our minds here in the desert, which is w- what you want to do. And uh, now we're going to talk to someone who might open our minds e- even more. Uh, and uh, he's a really interesting guy. He's a cryptocurrency investor. Uh, let's welcome to the Gunkle State Park podcast, Bingo Williams. Bingo, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for uh, that lovely, lovely introduction. Yeah, so uh, we, we we ran into you uh, when we were kind of going on a hike together. Yeah. Uh, we were all very, very thirsty because again, we only brought ice cream sandwiches, no water. And then we we saw you. We thought, oh, is this a hallucin? You know, are we hallucinating, or is this yeah. a real guy? Turned I was wearing a costume, so that yeah. didn't that did not help. But I do, I do, you know, I do my sweat uh, jogs in the morning, so I was wearing my banana suit, which is a little weird. But nobody's out here, so you know, it's normally not that bad. 
Yeah. You know, I've never not seen a banana sweat. So makes sense. I've never not seen a banana sweat. Every banana I've ever eaten has been very moist. Okay. That's I've never I've never thought about it. In fact, I would say banana is one of the least moist fruits. Um, but but it is there is still moisture there for sure. So I'd say it's in the top five. Probably top five. Pe- peach is peach is up there. Peach, mango. Oh wow. So our guest actually brought up top five. <laughs> Ranger Body Can you give me that top five again in the order three, four, two, one? Uh, Five. Okay, the most moist I think is peach. Yeah. Um, second most mango. Third, I think we're gonna have to hit grape because I'm thinking about them in the morning. Uh, fourth, I'm gonna have to hit us with a tomato. Mm, those are pretty oh, good. Is that a fruit, yeah. maybe, and then banana. Whatever, it's okay. Banana is is uh, number five, I think, probably sweatiest. Sure. Is coconut a fruit? Because technically that would be really moist, being full of... Well, liquid. here's the no. real question. Is there a difference between moist and sweaty? And if so, what is it? Mm, interesting. Because you're using these words as if they're interchangeable, and I feel that to be not true. If something is moist, it does not always mean that it's sweaty. And if it's sweaty, then it usually does mean that it's moist. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't think... I don't think uh... Do you know what I mean? You guys, uh, yeah. you guys, you guys you picking up that facial expression that I could not be confused. When a woman is aroused, they don't they don't say that they're sweaty <gasps> down there, right? Oh, usually, usually oh. no. It depends how aroused they are. Hmm, yeah. interesting. Could be. could be that they're uh, they're sweating into their vagina, the sweat mm. running down their body, and that is what's making them so moist down there. But either way, you should probably be checking in with your lady to make sure she doesn't have a yeast infection. <laughs> if she's too moist, you know, gets yeasty. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't want too much yeast. Now, bingo. Again, you, you were... No, no, you were... let's keep talking about yeasty vaginas, I think, for maybe at least two more minutes. Well, now, I was going to get into my whole thing about how... Here's the I don't top mind and symptoms that you have. I have a lot more to say on the topic, actually. So really? I, but if we want to continue, I'm happy to continue talking about yeast, but whatever you guys would like. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that, like, the way that I convince a woman that they're at all attracted to me is by, say, by saying, like, hey, let's go for a jog. They get so sweaty. And they're like, oh, wow, you're sweaty. That must mean you're into me. And then, it, you know, it usually doesn't work. Mm. It's a type of confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Ranger Alex does like to trick women, I feel. No, okay. No. Almost as much as what was that uh football man who stole your wife away? Brian so Brian Erlacher canonically stole my wife. Uh but he did it with a series of disguises and voices, which is pretty tricky. I have more experience being tricked by women than successfully tricking them. Okay, that's fair. You know, I would imagine that somebody who jogs in a banana costume does not only have a banana costume. What are your uh, top five costumes that you own? Well, most of my other costumes are, like, I have a couple of different old women who I can uh, impersonate for um, events that I do at elderly homes. Um, I have... And then I have basically some wigs, lots of wigs. 
long wigs, platinum wigs. Um, that basically, uh, but my banana suit is my main suit. I also have a, um, I got a, um, a little Debbie suit, um, uh, that I saved up for from just eating the snack. And I basically, <laughs> uh, send in enough coupons and I got a little Debbie, a full, uh, grown man's size, little <laughs> Debbie's, uh, costume. Is that what it says on the tag? Grown man size? Yeah. It says, yeah, it's as large, extra large. Extra, they 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 custom made it. Once I had you the know, coupons, you look adorable in that. Yeah, I don't wear it very often, but that's a special. That's a collector's item. That's not something you really wear out. Now, now, when we met you and you were in this very, uh, uh, you know, you had been jogging for a while, so your banana suit was absolutely drenched. Uh, very much. And we we were just dying of thirst. And you fed us, you know, you you nourished us with some of what you called banana water, uh, and then sort of helped us back to our RV. Uh, and, and that's when you started telling us about uh, your cryptocurrency investment. And specifically, it's interesting, you know, we, we kind of got to the, the other part first, but uh, you're developing what you call uh, NFCs or non fungible costumes. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. These are digital costumes. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. So how does a digital costume possibly ever in any way work? Is that a well, like a bit more? You didn't mention that your, your banana costume it, it looked like and in fact is a bunch of printed out pages. Yes. Uh, basically uh each is a different part of the banana costume so your banana costume is made of printer paper basically yes absolutely and so you are a capable you can print these out at a printer and no matter where you are it's like a 3d you know uh printer but just using it just a normal printer right it's yeah. like a conversion yeah it's like a 3d printer but just with paper exactly this is kind of magic but this is happening right now it's kind of amazing uh -huh. Um, uh, you know, but you could, what you could, there's a lot of things you can do with the digital, um, a digital costume. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. I mean, you know, for one thing, you know, you, there's a lot of events you can go to online mm. and you could, you know, just, you know, you basically, what you're able to do is post in the comments of, mm. you know, the, uh, a link to the costume. <laughs> so then people know when you're commenting. Uh -huh. What you are, your avatar essentially is wearing, what your digital That's presence cool. is wearing. Yeah, but but you can't actually put it on the avatar. That that's something we're working on. That's okay. something that that's I've coming down the, the first thing you'd work on if you're trying to sell digital costumes is making it so that, or like if you've seen these filters like on Zoom or whatever, or like uh, Duo or Snapchat, where you can make it look like you're something else. We uh, think that's amazing. No, we, we think that that kind of stuff is amazing. We, 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 we love that, but it's, you know, for us, that's not where we're heading, but, it, mm -hmm. but we're thinking like maybe down, maybe down the line. But one thing that we recommend is printing your costume out, putting it in front of your face in front of zoom. Um, and, and then again, you know, people are able to follow a link and see the costume. They're then able to use their imagination to imagine mm -hmm. the costume that way, the, that way there's no, you know, because every costume kind of is a little bit worse than the actual thing it's imitating, right? With mm -hmm. this, it's not because it's perfect. It's imagination. Fascinating perspective. <laughs> and, and thank you for that contribution, uh, Ranger Chris, that follows naturally from what was just said a moment ago. 
Um, now, now, bingo! Uh, you're out here in the desert. Um, what, what, what brings you out here? Because I would expect a guy like you, uh, a big crypto guy, one of these, uh, one of these freaking computer whiz geniuses that's making uh, money or whatever on online. I'd expect you Real to be on Silicon Cameron and a genius on tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah, you're like a Kirk Cameron uh, from that from that thing, and uh, I would expect you to be out in, in in Silicon Valley. What brings you out here to the desert? First of all, Avatar is my favorite movie. Secondly, um, I'm out here basically because I love it. I want to come out here and meet people, and I want to meet solitary individuals who are alone, who are out here on walks, living their lives, not paying any attention to what's going on around them. Mm. Have you Caught met the monks? Um, the monks, yeah, the monks I have met. Those are some really interesting guys. They, there's a lot going on under those robes, a lot more than you'd expect, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now, yeah, I think what you mean is like they have big dicks, right? Ooh, spill the tea, sis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, I haven't spent as much time with them as uh, Ranger Chris has, but uh, yeah, like one of them, one of them looks like and is Jared Leto, and then another one is super ripped and, uh, you know, looks a lot like this guy that we've seen at, at a few of our stops. Well, it's a few different guys. There was a Mormon guy in Utah, and then there was a Beaver, and then there was a Talent Scout in Las Vegas, and they all looked kind of similar, but I, I think they were distinct guys. And then one of these monks looks like this guy too, um, extremely ripped, bald, um, you know, he has tribal tattoos, stuff like that. Um, and now that I think of it, one of his chants was. Can you smell? And then stick around for the end of the chant. Maybe. Do you think, Ranger Alex? I don't know. I mean, that would be crazy. That 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 would be crazy. Um, but so yeah. So being a, you say uh, you you like these solitary. Are are you sort of um. Are you looking for solitude out here? You're trying to meditate? Uh, I, I know a lot of these, you know, again, computer whiz types uh, really like to counterbalance their business with sort of getting in touch with themselves spiritually. Yes, absolutely. I am all about it. And my whole thing is I like to basically like accompany others on their spiritual journeys. Mm while they're at moments of delirium or confusion or, you know, moments like that. You know, there are a lot of people who wander up in here. There aren't a lot of drugs. They don't know where they are. They don't know who they are. They need somebody to, you know, to be there. And, you know, I like to be that person. And I like to, you know, just kind of gently guide them, you know, uh, mm. to peace, eternal peace. So hmm. if Ranger Bonnie and I ever happen to do a body swap again, um, you would be able to guide us through that? I would love to. Oh, my God. I would absolutely kill for that. <laughs> so if me and Ranger Chris found ourselves disoriented, dehydrated, perhaps boofed out of our minds, wandering the deserts alone, you would be the kind of guy we could trust that wouldn't take advantage of our naivete and who would uh, lead us to uh, just maybe a, a nice watering hole or perhaps an Airbnb? Oh, yeah. 
oh yeah, I'm going to take you wherever you want to go. Just let me know. And I'm going to literally just take you right there. And that's the number one. That's what they call me a lot of times. My friends, they say, take you there. They take you there. Bingo. That's what the, my nickname. They say, they say, take you there. I'll be I'll come in the room. Hey, take you there. I'm the LA. So it's man. That's my, what I go by. Wow. That's actually wow. not a great nickname. I don't like I it. I think bingo would be better. Yeah. Bingo's yeah. already kind of a nickname. Right. Bingo. Bingo. You'd think bingo's, bingo's my name. That's my actual that's name. That's your given name. Wow. That is, that is the name that my God gave me. And, <laughs> and yes. <laughs> so wait, is it, does this have anything to do? You mentioned that you dress up like an old person to go to these, mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know, nursing home or, you know, yes. community events. Um, <laughs> are these bingo, are these bingo nights? Is that, is that what the situation is? Yes. Okay. I mean, everywhere I go is a bingo night. Oh! Hey! Except for Whoa! Yeah, now, so I, it seems like there's a story here when you say that uh, your God gave you the name Bingo. Yeah. Uh, first of all, who's your God and <laughs> how'd that happen? Well, I don't know how much time we have today, but um, uh, when you spend some time in the desert, um, you come to understand certain things that you do not understand from other perspectives. And mm-hmm. so out here, once you have spent enough time, you are going to meet somebody. They will be either me or somebody else, but there you will meet somebody out here. They will probably guide you to a deeper understanding of what's really happening out here. But I can't really get into all of it, but I'll tell you what, it's not pretty and it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And once you do see it and you understand what's happening out here, then you know there's only one thing that you can do for the rest of your life. Okay. And, and could you add one specific? <laughs> That was so beautifully vague. And you know what? I don't need any specifics. Bingo, I trust you completely with my whole life and all the money that I have, which is very, very little. (laughs) I I, I can add a specific if you really want to know that um, I met met a person that they were related to little Debbie. They had born her. For her, <laughs> so little Debbie's mom, Big Debbie. You might call her that. She is a presence, so she is not exactly a human form. Little Debbie was born in the desert. Wow, I had no idea. You know, I've I've had little, not in a while, but I've had little Debbie snacks. I feel like they have like the story of little Debbie, but it doesn't mention being born via some ethereal form in the California desert. That's really fascinating. That's it is, and I've been writing about it, and my medium articles go unread. But I will continue to sound the alarm because she. Not only did I learn that, but I learned that her she has more children coming. Really? Yes. Wow. Little babies. Yeah, there are going to be more littles, and and they're not going to be as nice as little Debbie was. Little Debbie just started a company and, and started making snacks. When you say was, when you say little Debbie was, is little Debbie dead? Can she die? Little Debbie. Debbie? 
Yeah, little Debbie was killed two years ago. Wow. I saw I saw it with my own eyes. I was Where, there, and I actually I I should have stopped. I could have stopped it. Well, you know what, any, what, any details or specifics about the murder? Did you see who did it? I I saw. I did see who did it, and he, he told me that if I told anyone, he would kill me. Oh yeah! Wow. Now he can't anyone. What's that? And I said, and we're anyone. So I thought you said Edward him. Edward Rippleton, which is what his name was. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Edward Rippleton killed little <laughs> Debbie. Little Debbie. Yes. Wow, Mr. Rippleton. Well, you know, not uh, you know, this is. I don't want to like make it make this an awkward thing but i just noticed the 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 little debbie costume that you pre you know that you mentioned that yes. you sent in box tops for uh it looks like there's a lot of blood stains on there is that am, am i they they i asked them to add those to make it more realistic for if little debbie uh for if little debbie was in an, an automobile accident <laughs> Was this before or after you witnessed her being killed by Edward Rippleton? Years before. I years and years before. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I no, just, I, I didn't I had yeah. a cosplay. So I just wanted a cosplay. And then oh, uh, it just happened. The little Debbie then happened to get murdered in front of, right in front of me by Edward Rippleton. Wow. So are you now going to die because you have admitted to us that Edward Rippleton is the one who killed little Debbie and he is the one who threatened to kill you if you told anyone that? It did not take much for you to break either. No, you told us almost immediately. <laughs> you misheard a word and immediately said his full name. <laughs> he didn't even ask you to. I thought he said it. That's why. he said it and then confirmed that that was the name of the man who killed her. I thought you guys were detectives or something. You're just shrugging. <laughs> so you admit you look just adorably shrugging. This isn't <laughs> This is this is you know. You guys are good. You guys are very good <laughs> at what you do. Thank you. Well, technically, technically, what we do is be park rangers and, and do a podcast. But if we became detectives, I feel like this could be we could revolutionize the good cop mumble cop approach to yeah. interrogation i get a lot of people to admit crimes they have committed just because they don't understand what i've said it's true plus you can relate to them because of all the crimes that you've committed chris right. and all the horrible murders that you've done and struggle with articulating yes now I don't, you know. Again, we're not detectives, and this isn't any. This isn't gotcha journalism. So yeah. you know, we we can cut out the Edward Rippleton thing. Um, Thank you. Uh, so we'll just move on from that. You brought up cosplay. Uh, did you attend Snack Cake Con? Yes. And how was that? It was probably probably in the top uh, five days of my life okay uh, well now you gotta do the other four <laughs> Come on, give them to us all right me. let me think uh the day that i um the day that i got my first hunting knife um the day that i learned uh how to uh i became a police officer 
which I did for a few, a little while. Oh, that's um, the, the night that little Debbie, the night before little Debbie died was one of my favorite nights uh, and days just with, just with little Debbie. And um, I went to Six Flags uh, right after they shut it down for coronavirus. And they let me come in there. Wow. Park to yourself. Wow. That's fun. Awesome. Like those kids that are allergic to the sun who get to go to Disneyland at night. Did you tell them you were allergic to the sun and that's why they let you in? Yeah, I told them that I was going to die if they didn't, if I couldn't do it. And they said, fine. That old man who dances, he said, fine. Yeah. The old man. Yeah, the old man. He He's at the front of the park. He, he, old man. Know that. If you catch him, he'll give you a snack. <gasps> wow. What snack? Is it a little Debbie snack? Are they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wait. Is that old man Edward Rippleton? Oh, God. Oh, no. I've said too much. Oh, no. Not yes, I have said too much. This is your threshold of too much? <laughs> <laughs> now you've said too much. <laughs> oh, you, no. you already said the full name of the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly said too much. The dancing man at Six Flags is the murderer, Edward Rippleton. Is that confirmed? Yes. That's not a dance, by the way. That's a, that he's, he has a condition that's, those are Caesars. Six Flags keeps him in a, in a pit. They pull him out, have him perform because his Caesar condition happens to look like perfect dancing. That's a, that is a condition. It's called Rippleman's disease. It's named after his father. <laughs> after his father? <laughs> Did his father oh, have it first? Yes. Wow. Edward Rippleton Caesar. His father was the same way as him. Just completely normal, lived a completely normal life, was not a spokesperson, was not involved in any advertising. He just danced. Wow. Sure. Or he had seizures. Yeah, you mean he seized, but he in seized. a very funky way. Yes, in a beautiful oh, way. Were the seizures triggered by the Venga Boys? They were, a lot of times, music that is like the Vega Boys, and this is scientifically studied, yes, can cause seizures. And can and can induce them basically just like it's like strobes but for sound. Wow! Voice. Wow! Wow! Now, now, again, I don't want to I don't want to make this awkward, but I do notice that under your bloodstained little Debbie's costume, peeking out from there, is the exact costume worn by the old guy from the Six Flags commercials and a bald cap. Um, it, are you like? Do you like wear that in tribute to him, or like to wait, raise awareness of Ribbleton's disease? Uh, you know, what's the story with that costume? Well, well, I guess this is a little embarrassing to say, but he's my father, so I guess the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> wait, Edward Ribbleton Senior Junior, the one who wrote for Six Flags. Wait, so you're Ribbleton Double G the the third? You're Double Junior. And yes. Rippleton Double Junior is you. My name. My name is actually yes, Bingo Rippleton Junior. Wow. Wow. Can you still be a junior if you don't have the same name? <laughs> I am. I am. My yes. My dad is Edward Rippleton. He is yes, and he. This is his wig. Okay, you want to know? He's not here right now, but this is. He left his wig here. 
Do you wear that? Isn't he bald, though? The guy from the Six Flags thing? He's completely bald. He's, like, hairless. He wears a bald cap. So you said... By wig, you meant a bald cap. A skin wig. He's bald. He's bald underneath. He wears a wig. Then he wears a bald cap on top of that. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. So you have just his wig and not his bald cap. Nope, I don't have that. So the real reason that you were able to go to Six Flags by yourself at night wasn't whatever this coronavirus thing is, which is not canon for us. <laughs> Never heard of it. The real reason is that your dad is the old guy from the Six Flags commercials. Guilty guilty as charged. And he, so let me get this straight. Your dad, Edward Rippleton, murdered little Debbie of Little Debbie Snack Cakes in front of you, told you he'd kill you, his son, if you told anyone that he did that, and then as soon as you misheard someone say something that sounded kind of like his name, you admitted that he, your dad, Edward Rippleton, murdered little Debbie. Correct. Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure that we had but, that. But to be fair, I thought that you said his name, and I thought for sure you had said it. And then I was like, oh, they know already. Right. Well, and if we and if we had known, then what would be the point of keeping that secret? Exactly. It makes What's sense. The There's no putting the narc back in the can. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Ranger Bonnie. Very Wait, well said, Ranger Chris. Very well said. What did you say? <laughs> Once you narc, you can't put the narc back in the can. Narc, you can't put the. I was thinking of. Once you spill the beans, you can't scoop the beans desperately back into the can. You have to lay them out on a platter and let everyone serve themselves at the barbecue. That's all I was saying. You can't stop. I've heard you can't get the toothpaste back into the tube, which is true. Pull it back in the gun. Yeah, but you you physically you physically can put beans back into a can. Nope. (laughs) No. Once you spill the tea, you can't sop up that tea. With a bounty quicker picker upper, you gotta let that tea flow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> also, I have a question, and I'm just gonna ask this outright because I love drama. <clears throat> Bingo. Did you murder little Deb? <gasps> wow. Uh, uh, yes. But here's the thing. And here's why. Here's why. Let me explain why. Before okay. anybody gets you were very honest, and I appreciate well, get pissed off. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Because it's like get canceled over this. Thank you. I don't want to get canceled. Cancel really culture might come for you. To be honest, if we're all being honest here, I'll also be honest. But I'd love to hear your reasoning for behind the murder of little Debbie. Go ahead. I I had to kill her to stop her mm. because she was planning on on. It's not on taking on doing a lot more damage than she's already done. Well, you were canceling little Debbie. I was attempting to. I tried to just talk to her. The ultimate cancellation. I tried to talk to her. I said, hey, what you, what's going on? You need to slow down, slow your roll. Everyone knows what you're doing. Yeah. Everyone knows how problematic little Debbie was for what? not knowing her role. Stop enough. She was going off talking about all kinds of different groups. <laughs> okay. Oh, so no. even. Even as you, even as you were murdering somebody, you were extremely nonspecific in your justification for the murder. 
She had to go. She had to go. At one point, she says, stop. Why? And I'm just saying, come on, little Debbie. You know why. I stopped. I said, you know why. <laughs> why, though? Can you tell us why? I... Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta, you just have to kill somebody. That's just that's Dick Cheney said that, and I believe that, and Joe Biden believes that, mm. and that's the kind of thing that I, I don't know what's wrong with that. This way, so you go to the desert and you do it, and maybe you kill somebody. And who cares? It's yeah. Little Debbie, <laughs> beloved snack did cake he, mascot. Did anyone even know she was a real person? No. Not until now. Wait, hold on. Did you also murder Mavis Beacon from Mavis Whoa. Beacon Teaches Typing? And now everyone thinks Mavis Beacon never existed because you murdered her? <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, officer. Officer. Yeah. You're going to put uh, me in cuffs first before you frisk me? Quick quick, quick sidebar, uh, Bingo. Uh, Ranger Chris, mumble anything. Wait, hold on. I have an actual question. Would you want <laughs> the officer to frisk you and Instead of questioning you, that was what you jumped to. You're like, oh, frisk me first. That was your defense. Mumble, mumble, mumble. That that is that is exact. I did murder them. Oh my god! I agree with that. What he just said, only because you knew it. How do you know it? Wait a second. Is this He's a scam? Is this a prank show? He's very good. No, this we are very show? serious. We never do any kinds of pranks of any kind. Never. Pranks. Only serious. Bingo, may I ask you another question? Sure. Is your father and your grandfather, two men who suffer from seizures, but also are surprisingly good at dancing, are they also murderers? Or do they just seize in a dancey way and you are the only one who's a murderer? They they are... they. I... I'm airing out all the laundry. They're murderers. Oh, I knew it. I knew well, it. Team, that, maybe a side effect is not just the dancing seizures, but the murdering sprees. Ooh. Why do you think we'd start? Why do you think they'd start an amusement park? Why would anybody start an amusement park? Uh, Get a bunch of children. Yeah. What? Wait. Under what? every park is a dungeon. No. Could that be true of the, the fracking-themed amusement park that no. Rock Johnson is building on our land? Oh, good tie-in, Ranger Alex. That is a good question. I do not like that where this is going. I just want to say that right now, before we, this really takes hold, that I do not like a Ranger Alex sidebar. I do not like the idea that a bunch of kids are dying under that. I do not like that. I also don't like that you're implying that Dwayne the Rock Johnson would be capable of murder. Well, I mean, we've seen what he's capable of as far no. as just desecrating our state no. park. No. Vin Diesel, sure. Vin Diesel is a soulless man, baby, who could kill someone easily. But The Rock? <laughs> the Dwayne The Rock? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's something I never could have imagined before, before all this happened either. Um, but uh, sidebar over. Bingo. We have a history of both murdering and being associated with murders. So you're chill. We're chill. Just so you know. Dope. And I'm going to send you guys a Bitcoin. <laughs> Can we use that to purchase One digital Bitcoin costumes? is worth like $54,000 right now. So I'll take Oh, it. okay. Wait. <laughs> 
Wait, are you a cryptocurrency guy? Or is that just... <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, wait. What are you calculating right now? What are you typing into that calculator that could possibly help you? I'm dividing. I'm dividing fifty-four by three, and I'm going to give you each sixteen dollars. <laughs> I'll take it. It's just sixteen USD. It's yeah. fifty-four thousand dollars that Bitcoin's at. Okay. Well, thanks for letting me know that. I, <laughs> I, that's not, I, and I and I I appreciate that. Heads up. Now, now, so what I was going to say, though, is that because we have no qualms uh, associating with or being murderers, uh, maybe you could help us out and sort of be a Hannibal Lecter type uh, as far as, uh, you know, figuring out, getting inside the mind of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who, for all we know, is torturing and murdering children in a dungeon underneath the theme park that he built on our state park land. Would you be opposed to that? I've always wanted to do this. This has always been something. Every every murderer really wants to do this <laughs> at some point. It's sort of like how actors really want to direct. Murderers yeah. really want to be Hannibal Lecter. And, yeah. You want to let him catch you just for a little while. Yeah. And then you get out again. You know, but for the little while, you get to you get to help solve some other crimes. It's yeah. Yeah. But but you like you speak in riddles and sort of like uh, in, in a creepy flummox. Generally, just try to flummox the detective and just kind of get under their skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah. Fascinating perspective. Fascinating perspective. <laughs> Honestly, Bingo, I hope that whether you become a detective or a murderer or a dancing man, that whatever you do. You are successful. <laughs> That's really nice. That's a really nice sentiment, yeah. Ranger Bunny. And I, really, I, I want to echo I that. Really, I've really come around to Bingo through this conversation. He's very, he's a very honest man, which I appreciate. He confesses to things with incredible ease. Just yeah. Immediately off the bat, with no prompting, just blurting out those secrets. And I love that in a person. I love someone who can't keep secrets. Yeah. And who has a good relationship with their dad. <laughs> so. Thank you. For Papa. What was his name? Edward Rippleton. Rippleton. Papa Rippleton, I'm sure, is. I thought Papa was smiling. <laughs> he might be. I don't know. But he's probably smiling up at you from a pit somewhere. I don't Either way. Thank you. Well, bingo! This is this. We've really learned a lot, mostly about your specific crimes. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, uh, I think all of our listeners are going to look into your presumably real uh, digital costume uh, company. Yep. And uh, you know, I think if any of our listeners come out to Death Valley or anywhere sort of in the desert in California, we'll send them your way because you you know you helped us get back to the RV. You gave us banana water. And uh, there have been no uh, obvious side effects of the banana water. So it seems like you're a trustworthy guy. You know, th- you guys are, are awesome. I just would love to spend some time with any of you alone if you guys just want to any, at any point in the future. So just hit me up. I'm going to leave my, uh, my cell phone number. You guys can call me and just let me know. If you're just in the area, just, just pop over. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
And, and we'll also call you with any uh, sort of Hannibal Lecter kind of questions that we have for you. All right, let me know. Let me know. And did, can you guys just promise not to show us any cops or nothing like that? Like that would that would suck, right? Would yeah, yeah. We don't like you, your former colleagues on the force. You said, because you said you were a police officer before. Right. Right. Yeah, but but, but you, we don't have to talk to them about any of this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, no, we have a we have an explicit no cops policy as far as listenership goes. Anytime right. that we discover that a cop is listening to the podcast, we actually hack into their computer and their phone and just brick it so they can't listen anymore. So uh, you're safe. Wink, wink, my friend. <laughs> oh, who we're friends now? Uh, well, we did just get. Well, thanks so much, Bingo Williams, aka Bingo Rippleton. Uh, you know, Thank you. good luck with the good luck with the crypto. Good luck with the jogging in banana suits. Good luck with the murder, and good luck with the luck. Hey. I think we're all going to need it these days. Bingo. Personally, I think you look great, even though you are also completely hairless. You don't need your dad's wig. You're pulling it off, baby. <laughs> That's really, you've been so nice. Thank yeah. you so much. I have a soft spot for murderers. Just look at my relationship with Ranger Chris, whose body I was in earlier. Yeah. Very close. Very close. Bingo, maybe one day I can be inside your body too. Aw. Aw, I hope Aww. so. <laughs> I hope, Aww. I hope so. You know what? I hope so. One day, <laughs> I hope so. That was so sweet. That was really, that was probably the sweetest thing anyone said on this show. Uh, well, what a great way. What a great way to send you off, Bingo. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And uh, thanks, thanks for everyone who's listening, because also you're going to listen to the, the next segment, which is the last one. So we'll be right back with more Gun Cole State Park podcast after this. And welcome back to the Gun Cole State Park podcast. Uh, over the break, you know, I was curious how this uh, body swapping crystal worked. So uh, I actually swapped with Bingo for, for a couple minutes. And I got to say, being inside that man's body uh, was terrifying. It was, yeah, well, uh, Ranger Alex, you left the crystal on because I, too, am also Ranger Alex. <laughs> guys, 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 we can't all be Ranger Alex. Oh, boy. Okay. 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 Oh, you guys boy. are pranking me. Oh, I'm being pranked. <laughs> no, you guys are pranking me. <laughs> oh, you're pranking me. Okay. Really <laughs> funny, guys. Really funny. Yeah, it was funny for the first 80 seconds, but now it is just run its course. Can we be <laughs> professionals now or no? So so what is what kind of is confusing to me is that I have now experienced firsthand that this body swap thing does work, but you also were pranking me before. Listen, I think that Ranger Chris and Ranger Bonnie was pranking me. And now it looks like they're doing it again by pretending to be Ranger Alex. I, uh, in fact, I, 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 I wrote a poem that okay. I would like to share with you. Um, oh, really funny. Pretending to be yeah. Ranger Alex by reading a poem. Okay. Okay. Just can I get to this? Can I get to this? Are sure. you going to let me get to this? Sure. Okay. It's titled Rascals. 
I work with two assholes. They're rascals. Is it because they mean to be? Or is it just because they're assholes? Mm. Rascals. That's really funny. Now you know that I'm obviously Rager Alex because only Rager Alex can write a poem of that caliber. So Okay, well, as the real Ranger Alex, I'd like to submit a poem of my own that I wrote. Okay, all right. Let's because I clearly am actually Ranger Alex, so it would be really fun if I could get control over this camper again. But <clears throat> I wrote a poem about um, being in charge of things. I don't, <laughs> it doesn't have a title because I don't know if we if I do titles. I don't recall. <laughs> I forgot if I did too, so I just went with one. Bold. Okay, here's my poem that I just wrote. <clears throat> in the RV... There's only me <laughs> who's in charge of these hoodlums. <laughs> and I try to make it nice, but because of these people, I feel like we're in the slums. <laughs> and honestly, speaking as me, Ranger Alex, I'm fucking bummed. That was a poem. Okay, okay. I think that rhymes too much to be a poem. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really like the color within the lines when I'm doing poems. A real Ranger Alex poem always rhymes, so. Wow, guys, I'm, uh. Wow. I guess flattered. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am annoyed myself. Yeah, I'm, uh. I'm sick of this. Honestly, I'm, can we not do this again? I haven't been this ticked off since Brian Urlacher. <laughs> My wife. Okay, you guys are pranking me. You guys are pranking me. Oh, you're pranking me. You no, guys, no, no, you guys are pranking me. On elaborate schemed prank. <laughs> oh, brother. Okay, so... <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. There's uh there seems to be this letter that has slipped in through the RV. Uh, again. Uh, yeah, wait, oh. wait. It has exposition written on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. A little late in the game for exposition, I think. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh I, I guess please uh, read the letter. Yeah, I will read it since Ranger Chris read it last time. Uh, so Ranger Alex will read it this time. <laughs> so I'm opening the letter. Uh, so... <laughs> Classic letter opening sounds. <laughs> How everyone opens a letter. Uh, all right. Uh, can you smell magic? <sighs> That's right. Just let me stop bro. you before you read the rest. One point, one point in favor of this not actually being the rock following us is that he only seems to know one thing about the rock, which is can you smell what the rock is cooking? Well, he only knows one thing about the rock's wrestling career. Oh yeah, and that's so in the rear view for for the real the rock. He's probably has trouble remembering that shit now. He's probably trying to distance himself from it. Or he is just leaning on a catchphrase that's catchy. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, go ahead. Keep reading. <clears throat> that's right, jabronis. That magic. Okay, that's number the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the rock. Okay. That magical crystal that you think that you've been playing with has been a prank from me the whole time. What? Ranger Alex, I knew you were going to play primarily Ranger Chris and then residually <laughs> Ranger Bronny, but it was me. <laughs> the wow, he's right. I, Ranger Alex, did blame Ranger Chris primarily and Ranger Bonnie less so because she never does anything bad. <laughs> Keep going, Ranger Alex. <laughs> um, that movie I gave you last week was a fake truce. Ha ha ha. You've been duped. I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You've been duped. I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> so Sounds like my mom. Go on it, it seems. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, we had the date wrong. We, we got all the way to Pasadena. And uh, they were like, no, the reservations for a different Thursday. So, uh, that's why. Which Thursday? Yeah, he still hasn't specified. So we have to drive all the way to Pasadena every Thursday until it finally is the one. Um, but that's good. We we still have the we're still on for dinner, even though he <laughs> pranked and duped us. Um, not sure what his end game was there, but uh, maybe it's just to throw us off our game. Maybe to keep us uncomfortable, keep us off balance. Maybe again, maybe that's something from his wrestling days. You know, sort of a strategy. Well, what he doesn't know is that since I am the glue of this camper, uh, I don't get thrown off. Uh, so I'm sorry. The rock, but you're gonna have to try a little bit harder. <laughs> and and it, I think I see there in the letter it says, P.S. Yes, that's been me. <gasps> He's confessing to all those people uh, we thought were the rock, I think is what that is. Because that's the only that's the only reason he wouldn't know about the, the crystal. And... <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, and I guess listen, that listen was the point. to this podcast. <laughs> so this is this is really interesting you know it's he seems to be fucking with us and yet at the same time still offering a, I assume that he'll pay for dinner at this nice Pasadena restaurant um wow I don't know this is this might be like eight dimensional chess that he's playing with us and we we've got to get a better chess board is all I'm gonna say yeah. but by the time we get to that dinner we we better have we better be uh, coming up with our own queen's gambit, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, Ranger Alex, because I'm also Ranger Alex. Yeah, yes. We all are unison in what you mean. Yes. <laughs> what I mean is that it's just a, a, a chess-related thing in pop culture. Oh, yeah, I love pop culture. I reference it all the time. <laughs> And I Anna always know joy. And Taylor Joy? Yeah, she won the Golden Globe. Yeah. Yeah. I know this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I also knew that. Yeah. We all knew that. We're all Ranger Alex. <laughs> we all knew it. All us Ranger Alexes. And yeah. you know what? As as the true Ranger Alex, I'm really like kind of done with your guys' shit. Yeah. I'm actually borderline depressed. I'm actually right. pretty 
pretty disappointed, I'd say. As the father of this podcast, as the pod, the pod father, uh-huh. the pod daddy, <laughs> not cool, guys. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> podcast. We'll be back next week with more podcasts for your ears. I'm Ranger Alex. I'm Ranger Alex. And I'm Ranger Alex. Thanks and we'll for see listening. you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>